What's up, y'all? What's up? Welcome to Good Pussy Talk with Ashley Asset, the Divine Feminine Podcast. And I am just excited, if you guys can't hear it in my voice, just to be on another episode sharing energy with you guys. Hopefully you're doing well and this podcast finds you in good spirits. And if not, hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll have your power back because Today, I really want to talk about something that just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was just minding my business, you know, relaxing, doing my little morning quiet time. For those who know, you know, a couple hour in the morning of just dead silence is a beautiful thing for the mind. So I really wanted to talk about the concept of letting go. And I was just thinking about how like, Life is literally about letting go, and it's just no way to have an earthly experience without learning how to let go, without experiencing what letting go feels like, what it was all entailed with letting go. It's almost like it's this one of the most ritualistic actions that we can make. So I really started to think about like the process of letting go of a person, place, or thing, And just really understand the concept that when we view it as a process and we endure it in its full process, (laughs) then we can really come to peace with the art of detachment. So understanding what those stages look like in letting go and effortlessly flowing through those stages authentically, I feel as though really creates this level of comfort to make make you able to digest letting go of people, places, and things in your life. So I think the first thing you have to do is accept the reality of this is something I got to let go. Whether it's what you eat in, whether it's what you're consuming, whether it's who you're in a relationship with, whether it's where you work and how you make your money. Any part of your life that you, you come to the acceptance of realizing like this no longer works for me, And that, in fact, this might be something I have to let go of for the sake of me becoming a better version of myself. Once you've accepted that truth, it is so much more digestible. It's so much easier to begin to make the necessary changes in your life. I can just think of countless times of where you think about how you can even have foresight in somebody else's life and see the things that they need to let go. But until they come to the acceptance of that truth. That shit ain't going nowhere and it's going to continue to repeat itself in cycles until that specific truth is accepted. And I think we don't realize how that plays a part in all of our lives in different ways. How many times have you had to endure the same type of treatment or go through the same type of situation or have the same experience in a different way, ultimately to get you to the same lesson that you were supposed to get out of all of those experiences? And it's interesting, too, because a lot of us don't even realize how we can carry that same, those same lessons and truths that need to be faced from lifetime to lifetime, from incarnation to incarnation. And so my mind was just boggled by this concept of like, I could still be facing truths from lifetimes ago that I refuse to face. My soul carries that information into each lifetime. And these are challenges that could be brought up in my waking life that I was maybe not strong enough or not willing enough to face. And it's funny that I think about that because people probably think I'm fucking crazy, but that's just kind of how I've come to conceptualize like how we keep 
generational cycles in family lines and bloodlines and things like that. So nevertheless, acceptance being that first step and that first um, reality check that we need in efforts to really begin the journey of detachment, to begin this journey of letting go, then next you have to find out like, how am I going to do this? What is the most authentic way for me to let go of this? Because plenty of people can come to that first step and come to that realization. And we all have been there where we're like, okay, this has to go. Like, this is enough. But then figuring out the most authentic way, the most healing way for you to actually go about letting it go. Of course, everybody has their own way of releasing something that works best for them. Like some people are a cold turkey where you you can't tiptoe around that thing. You got to, you done, you done. And then we also have people who prefer to do it in stages, prefer to wean themselves off of a person, place, or thing. Regardless of what works best for you and regardless of how you do it, it's best to do it standing in your truth. It's best to do it communicating how you feel. And I think a lot of times we don't realize that we still end up back in same situations and lessons and learning how to let go of certain energies or things when we thought we learned this lesson already because of the way we chose to go about it. So it's like we got half the lesson where we were able to accept the reality, but we weren't able to do it in a way that really um, signifies shift, that really solidifies the change. And I think that alone for me is a piece that it, it took a while to learn. And I think once you actually grasp that, you really see like, okay, this is actually way better. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, I don't know if people like this term ghosting has been really popular in this concept of ghosting. And I just think that it's easy to ghost. And I think that ghosting in 2022 is just, it's, if we're real, it's cowardly because the reality is we're all adults. And well, we need to let go of a person, place, a thing. I think it's best to communicate that, regardless of how hard it is. And I, I know there's some situations where you can't communicate. And if you are in those situations where you have to go cold turkey and you have to, um, you have to just completely let go of communication. Then those are the those are the moments where you standing in your truth needs to be you standing in your truth from a standpoint of I'm doing this because I have no other choice. I'm doing this because if I don't do this, then it won't happen. You know what I mean? So it's a different energy behind needing being put in a position where that's the lesson you have to learn and you need it to do it that way versus just doing it that way because you're trying to avoid a conversation or you're trying to avoid um, having a moment of transparency and honesty. Nevertheless, I feel as though when you understand that pain and emotions are normal for letting go, you can have things in place to process them. Because I think a lot of times we figured out, okay, I need to let go of this. Then we figured out, okay, I'm here it is. I'm going to let go of it. It's done. It's let go. And now you deal with all the emotions that come with letting go. Sometimes you feel regret, even though the regret, when you really think about it and you dial back those thoughts, it's not true regret. It's just the regret of feeling like you failed. The regret of feeling like you gave up. Mm -mm. Those regrets are regrets 
that have to also be rationalized with logic. You have to act, remind yourself why you did what you did and have systems in place for when you feel those moments so that you can critically think through them instead of just moving on emotion. Because a lot of us end up back doing the same things we said we didn't want to do no more. Being around the same people we said we done being around. All of these excuses that we make for ourselves simply because of the fact that we didn't have systems in place to help us heal through the pain and emotions that come with letting things go. So it's really knowing, it's really where knowing and having a relationship with your higher self will really bring you the comfort that you need. And this is just the concept of learning how to be alone, learning not how not to depend on whatever that thing was that you depend on for that, whatever it gave you and finding a new source of that. And ultimately the best source to find is yourself, because if you find a new source outside of yourself, you're subject to going right back down that cycle of depending on something or someone outside of yourself to give to you when you're in a deficit. And I think we don't realize that it's not so much about someone giving to you and you being able to do this and that for yourself you know, independent and don't need no man or don't need no woman, et cetera. It's not that. It's the concept of when you're in a deficit, when you can't get what you would normally get, can you give it to yourself? Or have you given so much of your own strength away, your own power away that you can't even give to yourself anymore? You know, it's like a mother. She, she's really, good at breastfeeding and making sure her child is fed, but she doesn't feed herself. So then she is malnourished. Therefore, whomever is attached to her can no longer be nourished. And it works like that. So I feel like that's when we really have to understand the art of detachment and knowing like being detached is not cold. Being detached is not unhealthy. There's a healthy level of it. Now there's an unhealthy level of it, but regardless of how we flip it, this concept of being detached is what's really going to keep us in our power, but still open to express and share an energy and give that power and share that power with others without it being depleted, without us coming back empty handed. And so I think when you have that relationship with your higher self, and you, you, it will really bring you the comfort that you need to, ex- to experience the emotions that come with letting things go. Because them shits ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I don't care how you flip it. No matter how strong you think you are or how like um, non-emotional, uh, I'm doing air quotations if you, since you can't see me, you think you are, you feel it. And it, whether you feel it in your body whether you feel it in your energy, whether you feel it in your mind, whether you feel it in your heart, you're feeling it. And it's just no way around feeling the the journey of letting go. You have to feel through it. And as you're feeling through it, talk through it with yourself, journal through it, whatever you need to do to actually process it. So that way you're not back at it again. Because I just, I really want to keep driving this whole point home is that We can't skip stages of the process. We just literally cannot skip stages of the process. And anytime I found myself skipping stages of the process or just in general, people skipping stages of the process, you always end up back in that same place at that stage of the process to see, okay, how are we going to handle it now? (laughs) And, you know, some would say that's the fucked up part about life, but that's the earthly experience is that 
no matter how you flip it, you you could be the type, you know, that it might take you a couple lifetimes to really learn how to let people go or let things go that stand in the way of you moving towards your purpose. But guess what? Eventually that you, you get that lesson and you you move. It's like a graduation for your soul. At least that's how I look at it. And so as we go through these stages, again, we skip none. And when you have systems in place as you're getting through that stage of actually feeling the effects of letting go, that helps you understand that this is all a part of the process. And guess what? When you let something go, it's, it's, it's pretty much like something has to end for something new to begin, right? And if you're familiar with tarot, that's a concept that I really um, believe heavily with certain tarot cards when they come out. And so something has to end for something new to begin. And so to understand that concept, you have to understand that until it ends. And I mean the whole process, every part of the process. Sometimes we we feel like, okay, well, I'll let that person go. So where is my new beginning? Wait, wait, you got to go through now the, the process of feeling the effects of the let go. And then something new can begin because now that process has completely ended. Something has now completely ended. And I think a lot of the times when we skip certain steps, we don't realize like the residue from the step that we skip is still lingering, which means it's still unfinished business. When we don't emotionally process what we go through, who we let go of, the habits we let go of, um, it's still lingering. There's still something that has to be dealt with in order for this new beginning to start. And so I, I, I just... For me, it's just really about giving yourself time to adjust, but also remaining in your truth and trusting and believing that whatever has ended has has made way for something new to begin. And standing in your truth and remaining in your truth is feeling that shit. Like I, I'm not, I'm feeling lonely today. You know, I actually do miss doing that today. You know what? I do feel like for the past week since I haven't been doing this, like I'm struggling with really enjoying life. But understand that, okay, that's how I feel today and that's how it feels today, but let's keep going. Let's keep going. Because when you've developed practices and you've prepared yourself for this stage, and again, I'm going to reiterate this, it's this concept that when you're letting something go, you have to understand that there is phases and stages that you experience, which is why I say it's almost ritualistic because it's like a whole entire ritual of letting something go so that whatever is new to begin can make way. And I've been explaining how, you know, the different stages, we can't skip any of them. You can't go from one to three, three to four. You have to go through each stage. And when you've gone through those stages, you have, and you know what those stages are, you have things in place during each stage to help you get through it. And a lot of us may have to go through it without knowing, maybe a few times, <laughs> until we learn what we need in each stage and each phase of our lives um, during these times of letting go and providing that for ourselves so that we can actually heal through that, let go, and then begin what's new for us. So keeping your focus on what you want that is new 
what you want this new beginning to look like, to feel like. It's also a method that I believe is very important for that last stage too. When you are going through those concept of withdrawals or the concept of like flashbacks and memories and things like that, use those memories and flashbacks as a fuel for you to start to really paint the picture of what it is that you want moving forward. Because a lot of times we think we get so extreme, yo. <laughs> we get so extreme where it's just like we had a bad experience with a Capricorn. So we're like, I'm never dating Capricorns again. Or, you know, put the shoe where it fits. We don't, we can still take the good qualities of what worked for us and paint that picture in our new picture, but leaving out the stuff that we felt as though was actually a hindrance to our soul's growth. And I think a lot of times we don't realize that it's so much deeper, the lesson that we learn through our habits, through the people we interact with, through the things we encounter, is so much deeper than just the broad aspect of it. But we have to know that we can cultivate a new beginning the way we want and what works best for us in that stage of our lives. Regardless, we can take two from here, three from there to make a whole and paint this picture. So the focus is really knowing what it is. What does this new beginning look like for me? You know, I've let go of meat. So I'm a vegan now. And, you know, I've been really thinking, what do I do when I'm craving certain things? What is my safety net for when I'm craving this? What what do I do during those times where I really want this, but I know for a fact that that's not going to be good for me? You know, and it starts to think about, okay, like, what are some things that I do want to have? from this change of my life. And for me, it was just like, I want to feel my healthiest. So I start to think about what that looks like for me. I start to think about what that feels like. So during those times where I'm not feeling like that, I'm like, look, (laughs) this is the goal, you know? And if I move forward on this, how I'm feeling, I take some steps back, you know, I'm delaying the goal. And sometimes we take those steps back, so... Also understand, don't beat yourself up over the steps that you do take back. Just come to the conclusion that, okay, what caused me to get here? Okay, (laughs) what am I not acknowledging? What am I not being honest with myself about? Maybe I went too hard on myself in the beginning. Like there's plenty of ways to, to think about it. But the goal here is to get you to think about it. And if you're thinking about it, then the goal here has been accomplished. So to me, it's just like time is such a fucking illusion. And I feel like I I learn that concept deeper and deeper as I continue to go deeper and deeper into my own understanding that this, the present moment is something that seems so drawn out and extensive in time. Like you just feel like it's taking forever. Like, yo, this is just dragging. Like, why does this feel like forever, right? But then once you reach the destination, it seems like it happened so fast. <laughs> You're like, damn, that, that happened in no time. And it's just crazy because I think that that to me alone has really just reminded me of how temporary pain, struggle, or just anything at that matter is so temporary. And so although this may feel, letting go may feel like this long drawn out process, you know, and we may be tempted to shortcut it. We might be tempted to take some shortcuts that end up leading us right back to where we started. Have you ever taken a shortcut thinking you're going to get somewhere faster just for there to be like a um, detour and put you right back to where your ass was in the beginning? (laughs) That is what taking shortcuts on 
the process of letting go, this ritualistic process of letting go is like, you know, and understanding how temporary life is can really encourage you to live life more in the present, appreciate the right now, but also understand that when, when or if, you know, this moment ends, it's because evolution is making room for something new to begin. And this moment could be a relationship, it could be a job, it could be a habit, it could be a lifestyle that you've chosen for yourself. You put it where it fits in your life. But the concept is, it's like, once we've come to the first step of acceptance, and I think we've all been here, where we just, one day we just like, you know what, this has got to stop. I'm ready for this to go. I'm done. I'm done with this. We can't just stop there. We have to now take step two, you know? And step two is what's going to give us the tools that we need to let it go. Like, okay, now how do I, what is the process? Because I feel like when we don't come up, we don't have a process to letting something go. We delay that shit. We'll be like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll wait. Maybe the next time. Like, when I really have a, no, you are responsible for creating your own exit strategy and situations in your life. You are responsible for creating your own exit strategy. Where where spirit came in, where your higher self came into play was helping you acknowledge that it needed to go. (laughs) But now it's your responsibility to create the exit strategy. And you can ask your divine guides, for help in executing this strategy to protect you through, but you still have to take your steps in being the God over your own life and begin to move things around like the alchemist you are, okay? Like the magician that you are and begin to move things around in your life in efforts to produce the change that you were looking to produce. That's the power that you have. That's the power that they've told us that belongs to someone else at the top. That's the power that religion has told us belongs to someone else. That's the power that society, that social media, that all of that has told us belongs to someone else. But ultimately, that's our power. And we have to take that power back so that we can start to become more in control of what comes into our life and most importantly, what we're letting go of in our life. Because I just, I mean, I think for so long, I just felt like that power belonged to someone else. But when you realize that that's your power and can't nobody take that from you unless you let them, you have the right to say no. You have the right to, that is when you will really begin to take your power back into your own hands. So it's really also understanding that should we fail to let whatever this is go, then we are only holding ourselves back. We're holding ourselves back and then we're defying universal law from bringing in something new. Because once you let go something new, like when you, when you don't make the space for that something new, a few things can happen. It does not come. It goes right back to where it came from or it's crowded. So there's conflict and things aren't fitting and meshing well, working well together because you brought in something new before you let go of what you needed to let go of. So then you kind of fuck up your new because you're still holding on to what you knew you needed to let go of. (laughs) So it's karma. It's really karma. It's really karma is a concept of cause and effect, right? 
So this is the this is a cause and effect. This is karma. And again, this is karma. We can take it to generations. We can pass this karma on to our, our children who can pass it on to their children's children. And it's going to take someone fully going through the process, fully healing through the process to end it. And that could be you. That could be you. So to me, this is how you conquer the earthly realm. Like this is, there's plenty of different ways that I feel like I'm discovering in my journey. And this is one of those ways to really conquer the earthly realm is really knowing that there's a ritualistic process to letting things go. And when we don't complete the ritual in its fullness, we will be back. <laughs> and we'll be back again and again and again. And even if our kids have to do it for us or our kids' kids have to do it for us, eventually it's got to get done. So if you are listening to this podcast and you're thinking about things you need to let go of or anything came to mind, I just challenge you to give that more thought, sit with it and see what gets revealed to you and understand that there's a process to it and just educate yourself on what that process is, gain wisdom and understanding on what it all entails and then begin to take the steps to move towards it because your life depends on it, but then the lives that come after you depend on it as well. Okay, so this was a very like <laughs> to me, it felt very heavy, but in a beautiful way, because this is such healing information. It's it's helped and helping me in my journey. And I just hope that it does the same for you. So go ahead and comment below. Let me know your thoughts about letting go. Let me know your thoughts on the different stages. How do you process letting go in the comment section below? Go ahead and subscribe if you're watching and listening on YouTube. And then if you're watching and listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor, go ahead and, and join the circle. Feel free to leave your comments. Share this with a friend who, who is in the process of letting go. Share this with a friend who needs to let go so we can all help each other. And again, if you're not following me, please follow me on Twitter at Ashley Asset and on Instagram at Ashley Asset. Um, until next time, guys, thank you and have a wonderful day.